0: Welcome back to the Lady Girl Podcast. Is that correct? We're <laughs> Lady Girls. I'm Courtney. I'm Cassie. And we're so glad you're here. This is season two, episode two of the Lady Girl Podcast. So we're making our way through. Yeah. Uh this episode is going to be all about red flags. Relationship and friendship red flags. Because sometimes Sometimes people have toxic friends. So you need to be able to avoid the toxic significant others and the toxic friends. Yes, I agree. But first, Cassie, how was your week? It went I got a new phone. Oh, exciting. Mine um fully broke. <laughs> like on Thursday I was on it and went to like touch something and then the screen went green. Oh. And I was like, my phone broke. And then I went and got... one. Is that the newest iPhone? No, you would have to wait for the Pro. And I didn't have a phone at all. And and I was like, I can't just like sit around for two weeks with no communication. So I I got the 13. The only difference is that the Pro has a third camera. But I don't take photos of anything. So I don't need the high def camera and it has a longer battery life but who in the world is going 29 hours without charging their phone yeah that's true this one lasts a really long it has like 20 hours or something nice. so it like never does but it's nice it's the same as the other one it's just square it's a lot like the iphone like five they're very like square now interesting and they're yeah, having- i haven't even thought about getting the new one like i've I never. I wasn't going to I was literally talking about how good my phone was and it broke like two days later <laughs> So I was like never mind but the woman at the store was like this is old and I was like excuse me it's a 10 she was like that came out like six years ago I was like okay stop <laughs> me that I have an old iPhone but apparently people just you know are obsessed with having the newest one so they go and get a new one every time it comes out but that's my brother he's literally he already has the newest one and it makes no sense probably on that enrollment like you can enroll to where they'll it'll pre-order you a new one and you just pay like $30 or $50 depending on what size you get every month until Meanwhile, I literally was like, Okay, well if you're getting the new one, can I have yours? Because he had like the newest to that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I never get a new phone. I went from like a six to the eleven or whatever. Cause I just never upgrade them. Hey, at yeah. least your parents gotta be happy that you're not charging them any money. Not like paying for two thousand dollar phones. No. That's also the difference was like this phone was like 800 I think it's 256. I don't know why they gave me 256 gigabytes, but they did. But to get the Pro in this same thing, it would have been like 1600 dollars or something. That's just crazy. I just I don't care. That's enough. as much as my laptop. That's too much. Like the I Apple. Don't care. Like if my phone works, like whatever. Who cares? I don't do anything. Like, that's the thing, is like, <laughs> even when I'm at my busiest sending a text message and making a phone call is all it needs to do i'm not shooting movies i'm not running instagram accounts even though we are running (laughs) Instagram accounts but like social media is in my life so i don't need the best of the best yeah some people well what else did you do this week besides get the new thing um my car i got a different car i didn't get a new Mm -hmm. car but my car is different my old car was traded in nice my grandmother got a new 2022 highlander she's fancy okay and that happens so life continuously changing for me um other than that I cut grass today <laughs> <laughs> wow excited yeah I have a weird tan line now for my shorts oh speaking of cars I sold my car rid of it yeah isn't that crazy that's like the rogue a rogue like, yeah. is no longer around yeah I know so I loved my car so much because for those listening like I would drive everywhere like when I lived back in Mississippi when I would go home to see my parents I would drive all over the place to go visit all my friends and like I love having a car and I miss it in the city it's like my big thing that I miss is driving but I figured like I'm here at least another year probably more at this point I you know saying that I was like so adamant about leaving but I'm like I don't know my job seems to be working so we'll see but um I was like it would be nice to have some extra money I don't need it it just sits there yeah. I go home like once maybe twice a year and like, especially if we start working like in office full-time like I'm gonna go home like even less probably yeah so i sold it it's going to be an uber xl in new orleans yeah you know the life it deserves the life it It deserves it 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 was a good car so many memories so many memories the man bought it he paid cash fully so like that was nice and then he um didn't even I didn't even take off the or my parents my parents did it for me obviously I'm not there but my dad said he didn't even take off the stickers so the man's driving around with a Kai Omega and Millsaps College stickers on the car. <laughs> or he probably took them off but you know <laughs> man's probably gonna take them off no I re- that car has so many good memories we would go down we would go home I would go home with you randomly on the weekends yeah and we would drive down I-10 and listen to Natasha Bedingfield's. Oh. the windows rolled down. the memory I love it so much yeah. uh anyway, um, so that wasn't this week, but that was like a few weeks ago. This week for me, uh nothing really interesting. I like went to a friend's birthday party on um Saturday or birthday lunch situation, which was interesting. There was like drama, so I don't know. you know I hate drama so that was (laughs) interesting but um I got my hair dyed so it's a lot blonder um I don't really love it but it's okay it works for now and then I've been I have my friend's wedding that I was talking about last podcast this coming weekend so I've been doing like a ton of errands for that basically like I had it you know the girl things. So you gotta get your nails done you gotta nails, get your hair highlighted enough in advance to know if it needs to be yep literally that's why I had to do it in advance because I was like if it goes bad then you have to like fix it nails did, you, did you get it cut too I did yeah so it's like, oh so then you're gonna have to be like how am I gonna style this you're gonna have to practice the hair beforehand to know yeah. if it's gonna. I'm just gonna down. do my classic girls but yeah the the so, roller I still have to get my eyebrows done that's the one thing I haven't gotten to do yet but I'll do i do I do my own eyebrows I don't let anyone touch them since um an incident in, <laughs> 20, in 2014 <laughs> but, and no one has touched my eyebrows since 2014 it's just been me I have my girl here now who like she got them to a shape I wanted them and then now I'm like okay just like fix them up like yeah. i i'm like i want the same thickness same everything just like get the little hairs that are on the sides because i i know exactly what you're talking about you can really have some incidents my eyebrows were so thin Yeah, I like i was like i was crying in my car i was like time i had my eyebrows this is when you know it's bad you know how like <laughs> boys like never notice when girls get their like hair makeup eyebrows any of that stuff <laughs> so i walked i used to live with boy as we all know and I walked back into my house and he goes, what's wrong with your eyebrows? <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> eyebrows are everything. I'm yeah. gonna tell you guys, you can have a bad haircut and hide that shit. But if your eyebrows are wrong, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Really bad, really bad. Like if people no. are commenting on your eyebrows and it's not, your eyebrows look great, sums up. <laughs> but if they're too thin, I don't know. For someone who doesn't typically like put stuff in their eyebrows, like to color them in and stuff, like I don't know how to fix that. (laughs) It looks crazy until they grow out. Anyway, so let's get into the. (laughs) We're gonna go. I'll have more. I'll have more things to say next week. I'm sure when after this wedding, but oh yeah, because you're gonna be back with all your high school friends, so that'll be fun. Yeah really like my elementary school friends which is gonna be like fun and interesting and then also like I'm bringing a date so that has never met any of my hometown friends (laughs) so it's gonna be very interesting exciting yeah all right do you want to start with friendship red flags or relationship red flags okay so let's start with let's start with relationships because these were very interesting to me. The first one is, it's a red flag when they can't stop telling you how perfect you are. Um, You want me to explain why it says that? Well, I mean, I guess because there's like an extent of like, oh, you want to, well, perfect, first of all, like, no one's perfect, but compliments are like a lot of them, like, we like that we like to be validated, we like to be you know told that we look nice or that we're great, but if it's like overly done, then it becomes um like you almost like don't believe it like it seems disingenuine, and then there's also like a level of um like that's too smothering that was one thing it says it's like being obsessed is creepy, but it says. They don't see you as you. You're a projection of an idea that they have. And anytime you shatter those expectations, they are impossible to consult. So like they have this idea of who you are in your head. And if they keep telling you you're perfect, you're like checking these boxes. Sure. But you know, if you check, a, if you mess up, then they're like, oh my God, who is this person? Yeah, you know, I agree. You meet a guy and like, Everything's great and then you like spiral. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about and you're like he's yeah. this, he's this, he's this and then you meet him again and he's horrible and it's all because you built up this like idea of him in your head and he's not that idea at all. I think that's yeah. like what this is saying. That's why I also don't like to text for too long on a dating app before meeting someone because then you get this idea of them in your head based on the texting and then they do or don't live up to it and you it just you shouldn't do it yeah i feel like i don't think we said for the people listening where we're getting this stuff from oh this this is 24 relationship red flags you should never ignore from self.com and then the next one is 13 red flags of potentially toxic friendships from psychology today okay i'll link them for people if they want reference okay okay because you know it could be crazy um next i'm not going to do all of them but this next one is they push your physical boundaries in innocent ways like this one says does your new bae refuse to stop tickling you when you tell them to knock it off so they continue to touch you innocently when you ask for personal space this might be a sign that they don't respect your right to your own body yeah uh what if i say no, <laughs> touching me stop touching me <laughs> like a hundred percent like in, what does that mean there's no innocent way of touching me if i don't want to be touched or if i say no well it says that's like if they don't listen to you and you say stop even if it's like i guess it's a less aggressive touch like tickling or like touching you i guess is not as aggressive I but gotcha. it says that that means that in the future they'll probably become like yeah. like if you won't stop fingers. when I say oh stop tickling me then when are you gonna stop if we're in the bedroom and I ask you to like no probably not yeah yeah even, I- No, consent is consent no matter, what. no matter what no is a complete sentence yep No was a complete sentence. that before on this podcast which is still holds very true because it can be anything and if I say no I mean no I think it's like one of those scenarios. Like if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. And they just like if they don't listen to the word no, then they're never gonna listen to the word no. Yeah. So that's bad. This next one, ladies, gentlemen, everyone, listen. If they try to drive a wedge between your friends and your family, they gotta go. That's like one hundred and one right there. If they try to isolate you, you oh. Uh -uh. Uh we don't have to talk anymore (laughs) no (laughs) I think that we're both very passionate about that one because we've all been there we've all had those friends or maybe we're guilty of it ourselves where like you have certain people in your life and then they get in a relationship or whatever and that person does that like they try to like drive some sort of wedge and like that's just not okay and for like for me my friends are the most important people in my life right well in my family yeah. but most likely I'm going to introduce the person I'm dating to my friends before I introduce them to my parents and yeah. like that's a huge tell for me like first of all it's a big deal to introduce someone to your friends second of all if my friends don't like you like I'm gonna reevaluate everything and like potentially end the relationship if that's the case i think yeah for me another red flag because i've been watching 90 day fiance i'm like an expert on this (laughs) okay okay is when they make you choose between your friends and your family too when they go you know your parents i don't like that they do this thing are you gonna stick up for me or are you gonna choose your parents yeah i mean and it's like one of those scenarios where it's like look if it was between some man that I've known for a couple months and my mom I'm sorry dude unless my mom is really in the wrong it's my mom she gave birth Uh, I definitely you make me choose between my parents yeah I definitely think obviously like when you wear it like that like there's a certain I don't know the right way to phrase this I'm not saying that like your parents should be able to walk all over your significant other and talk to them any kind of way like there should be some respect there between your family and who you're with but it shouldn't be an ultimatum where it's like you can't talk to your parents anymore because they make me mad no yeah a hundred percent I think like there's definitely like a you have to consider what everyone's kind of saying and then evaluate that for yourself and be like uh, especially if it's in like the beginning of a relationship huge red flag like oh okay bye see you never but like I know for instance like my parents they've been married for 30 years sometimes shit happens with my mom's family or something and my dad's like absolutely not then you like reevaluate you know what I mean so it's definitely like something to consider like there's a difference between like your relationship yeah there's a difference between like uh, your family doesn't treat you that well like you know you deserve to be treated better and then like you can't see them at all yeah no for sure for sure the next one is interesting and i didn't think about this they describe all of their exes as crazy huge red flag that means they're crazy Huge red flag. Yeah, I've actually, like, run into that before. Like, I've been on a date. First of all, I don't understand why people ever talk about, like, their exes on a first date. I just think, in general, that's not a good idea. But I've been on a date where, like, the person literally, and I noticed this, like, the entire time. Every single person he talked about, it was like, oh, she was crazy or, oh, she was psychotic or, oh, whatever. And finally, at a certain point, I was like, are you sure it was them? (laughs) it's very weird how the common denominator in all these crazies is you yeah like and the thing is is like if you're describing everyone in your life as like having some big issue then that probably means one that that person didn't learn anything from those past relationships because like let's be honest like maybe that girl did do something that was wild but like you probably did something too that's like there's a reason that relationship didn't work out so we're supposed to you know learn and grow as <laughs> these things go on so it means they probably didn't which means that they'll probably also treat you poorly and always think that they're like right in situations which is never good yeah no um the next one this one is like I feel like I should say it because it seems like an obvious thing but now that I'm thinking about it I guess it's not but they call you names during arguments Oh, huge red flag yeah it's just it's like I mean I don't know what the name it could be anything like the name could be anything they could call you crazy during an argument they call you a bitch they call you stupid yeah. but yeah that's like been there done that Friendships yeah. and relationships wise been there done that. Yeah, if you guys get to calling each other names, y'all gotta No. Let it go. Especially if they're calling you um crazy because I freaking hate them and you're not crazy. it's unless um, you've been committed you're not crazy. And even then you're and not even crazy. Then! And you're even then. crazy. You just sometimes, need some assistance. Sometimes, sometimes we'd be like, going through stuff, you know. Yeah. No, needs- I totally agree and I think I don't know i just i'm a huge believer in your feelings are valid and like there's a reason that you're having them so like you're not crazy like it's okay to be emotional about something Mm -hmm. next they're mean to their parents um yeah i guess red flag i mean obviously not everyone has a good relationship with their parents which is fine depending on like what happened in that scenario, or whatever. But if you're, like, actively mean, that's yeah. probably, like, a different story. Because it says, everyone struggles with their folks sometimes. Show me someone who blindly worships their mom and dad and I'll show you a liar. <laughs> and also, like, a red flag if that's the case. Yeah. Like, those your You know those, like, major mama's boys? Oh, yeah. There's, there are always something wrong with it. It. You, you don't, don't want, really want that either. Too much... And you don't love your mom at all, or major daddy issues. If you blame everything on your parents, yeah. Like every issue you've ever had, you're like, it's because my mom did this. No, it's because my dad did this. No. I and mean, then we all have issues with our parents. Yeah. I love my parents. Do I have issues with them? Yes. Duh. Do I love my dad? Do I love my mom? Yes. But am I obsessed with either of them? No. Like there's like a huge difference in that scenario. Yeah. This is crazy. They're on a different sleep schedule than you. That's a red flag? A red flag. It says it seems like this would be no big deal, but if you're living on a daytime schedule and your bae is all about the nightlife, you're gonna run into loads of problems. I don't know if red flag is the right word, but I just don't think the relationship would work. No. If they're only awake at night and you're only awake during the day, when do you talk to each other? Yeah, or like yeah especially if you're starting it out I mean obviously like I think they're talking more about like people are like party people people are daytime people but I'm thinking like night shift verse like whatever yeah, like oh he works the night shift she works the day yeah but good the good thing is, is like um even in that scenario though I think it would be really hard to start a relationship if you're on if like you're on opposite time schedules because how would you like do stuff I don't know people do international saw, relationships, and I don't know how they do it. If someone I saw some show. Somebody listening knows what I'm talking about. I watched this, I swear, but I can't remember the name of the show, and I think about it a lot. And it was this, like, oh, maybe it was an episode of Modern Love on Amazon Prime. That's what it was. Do you, um, have you ever seen that? modern I've seen strange love or whatever where people are like into like in love with dolls <laughs> no, no no this is modern I think it's called modern love it's like uh based on there's this uh like column in the New York Times and they write stories about like like love stories like in New York City or like anywhere really and it's like based off of that column that was written and now it's like T V shows and it's like small little hour episodes of like different love stories. And there's this one where this girl she was only awake at night. Like she had a medical condition where she like I don't know what it is or why it happened, but she has this like medical condition where she's only awake at night. And so she started dating this guy who was obviously awake during the day, like when everyone else is, and it was just really hard for them. And they ended up like falling in love and being together. But I just think it's really unrealistic. <laughs> I mean, if if it's meant to have be, it will be. If it's meant to be, it will be. They'll stay up a couple hours to talk to you. You'll try and push through or wake, or set an alarm, and wake up when they're up. But yeah, yeah, but it's hard. Like, they were only they were only able to like see because then he also like worked a regular job, so like they were only able to see each other from like six o'clock at night to like when he would sleep but they would like go to dinner for instance which he's trying to eat like steak and she's like oh breakfast so she was like trying to order like eggs and stuff at like a steak restaurant i don't know if these things are true but (laughs) it was in the show i watched i couldn't imagine trying to keep meals the same i don't know i just feel like you should eat breakfast when the sun's out (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but anyway um it's a very cute little chef, so I recommend watching. The next one. This one, I think, is interesting. It says they cheated on their last partner with you. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't cheat. I don't understand it. If you don't like somebody, tell them you don't like them, because cheating just ends up being this big thing, and it never works out well for anyone. But I don't know if that automatically means that that person's going to cheat on you too. But it means that they didn't value their last relationship or really respect you enough or their partner enough to like talk to them. Once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> Saying it. I don't care. I got no something to be shit. I don't think you should do it. I don't see the point. You can talk. You're an adult. If you can cheat, you can speak. So sit down and say, "Hey, I'm not happy. Let's not date." Yeah, I like what you just said. If you can cheat, you can speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like, come on. Unless, it's really hard, hard to say. Obviously. Unless, yeah. unless there's some reason you can You can communicate. You're in a relationship, you can say something. <laughs> yes. no point to cheat. I don't so, I literally have no like there's no place in my heart for sympathy for that it like, makes no sense to it me it doesn't that- like oh really you can't control your temptations like enough to just like go talk to your partner someone that has been there for you and cared about you and like you I can- think well I feel like there are like the laps in judgment when there's like substances involved you know people get drinking and moving in the clubs but then you need to go to the other person and you need to say hey I cheated on you and that other person needs to be like, get out of my apartment or whatever, that whatever they want to do. But I think you should be the adult and speak instead of just fooling around behind their back. Because that's just so rude and disrespectful. For anyone listening, if you ever, for some reason, date me, um, if you cheat on me, that's just it. Like, I don't even want to hear it. Like, you can come in and you look at me and be like, I cheated. I would just be like, okay, bye. Yeah, I don't have the. I yeah, same. I I just like don't like uh uh no. But here, I haven't. This is something that I've said when I've uh like seen like had people like tell me about cheating and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna work through it," and I'm like, "Okay, well, you have to forgive and forget. If someone cheats on you, you can't continuously bring that up. You got to let it go." And if you can't let it go, then the relationship has to go. Because it's if you can't it it, then it's just going to be this ugly thing that sits in the corner all the time. And I, okay, I say like, oh, I have no room for that, whatever. Obviously, it's harder depending on like the relationship. Like if yeah. you're married, if you have children, like all this kind of stuff, like, duh, there's all these other scenarios that, yeah, people consider, people work on it, the marriage works out, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But if we're in, like, you know, a relationship for like six months and you cheat on me, bye. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Get out. But no, I think if, if it's something that happens and you want to work through it, if, I'm not saying get over it as soon as they tell you. No, you can be mad about it. It can take a long time. They can have to prove stuff to you. But three years later down the road, you can't bring up in an argument. Well, remember that time you cheated on me? Because that's yeah. not helping anyone. That's not healthy for anybody either. Mm-hmm. So if that's, that's how your relationship is going, that's a red flag. Well, also, I think it's a red flag. So, like, the thing was, it's a red flag if he cheated on you, or she, with you, right? Okay, whatever. I think it's more of a red flag to you, like, for yourself. Like, you gotta do some work. I sometimes, yeah, because sometimes it's like you want to be wanted and you want this thing that's you you got something that's unattainable or you like took them from someone and that gives you like some kind of confidence boost because there are people out there that that's what they want they are attracted to people in relationships they like being the other person and I think that's what it is it's a confidence thing if they want to be wanted and they want to kind of steal the attention from someone else um it's not good I couldn't sleep at night if I was the other person. Like I literally I would be like like, you got it. I'm gonna tell her or you're gonna tell her, but we are not gonna sleep. Also I'm just such like a girl's girl. Like if you're women respect. Like if if if, like a man is like, Oh, I wanna hook up with you, but I'm like married or I'm with someone, like I'd be like, ew, and I would tell her. (laughs) Like that's more how I am. I would be so unattracted to that. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Know. anyway our opinion on cheating no Makes <laughs> that's no sense. like a long answer to that question or to that prompt but yeah yeah i mean it all depends on the situation and i'm not saying this 100 percent is true that if you were the other person that they're automatically going to cheat on you too but pay attention, that there's a respect issue there it's a respect for yourself issue right? yeah and they don't really respect you that much either because they couldn't break out with them to get in with you. They don't like you that much. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they didn't like you that much to actually put effort in to form a real relationship. Yeah. Next, uh, obviously, obviously, and this goes because girls, girlies, y'all be doing this. Y'all can't be doing this. <laughs> uh-uh. Demand the phone, like demand your partner's phone email and social media passwords if you're going through your boyfriend's phone it's done it's done no yeah yeah that's don't trust them at all you have to have like a level of trust for sure i don't i think like if you're in a healthy relationship there should be no reason for you to need those things yeah like it truly first of all The only thing that that's going to bring is, like, bad stuff, right? Like, you're not looking for anything good when you are looking at those things. And you, like, the only, like, you might see something that you didn't even know would bother you, now it bothers you because you're, like, in their social accounts. Curiosity killed the cat. You look for something, you're going to find it. You're going to find it. Even if you're looking for them texting some other girl or whatever, or you're looking, girl, whatever, whoever it is, whatever you're looking for, you will find it. Whether that's actually what the problem is, or whether what you're seeing is truly what you think it is, you're going to find a problem, and you're going to create a problem, and it's going to be an argument. And like, there's just no, no reason. Like, I'm sure if some guy was going through like your phone, they could find somebody to be mad about, whether it's actually someone to worry about or not they can find it you look for it to- i just think that like yeah i think it's a red flag that the relationship is just not working if you're asking for those things yeah you just don't trust them yeah. and it might they they might have not done anything wrong you could have like some trust issues because you've been wronged by your past relationships so you feel like having all their information is a preventative me- measure to think you automatically are starting out your new relationship not trusting this person yep agree. Anyway. and that's just not not good okay the next one is, if this happens um i mean i know some people have kinks oh god it's not mine so um they make fun of you during sex oh no no unless it, unless y'all have had a discussion and a conversation make fun of you though, like like belittle you oh no or like or it's like make fun of like any sound you make or like any any move that might be like awkward yeah no 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 there's a different well, you can have like, like-, like constructive discussions about like what one person likes and one person doesn't, and maybe if that comes up and you're like, Oh, I thought like that move you did, like I wasn't really a fan, okay. But we do not make fun, especially yeah. in the moment. Look, it is some people are into that, some people are into like the belittling, all that. But that is a conversation you need to have and it be clear. And there's yeah. a line between a kink and a being a bully, and yeah, like, no, and for like, sure. for bully sure. your partner. Yeah, I agree with that. Completely but also clear. don't make fun don't ever make fun of me. <laughs> don't ever No, if I'm like doing that with your mind, don't ever make fun of me. Don't ever. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I never wanna know. We don't have to like continue going. Like you we could be like, oh okay, like that was fun, so you never, but I don't wanna know. <laughs> don't make if fun the of Criticism me. is something else. I am still struggling um with self confidence and that would just really hurt me so. you don't even want constructive criticism you're like just go away <laughs> no i can if it's like with an actual partner sure yeah. like have a conversation and like do all that but other than that no unless it's unless it's something that's communicative and seems like both sides are really you know sharing and it's coming from a good place, yes, but if you're like. My foot like, asleep. <laughs> I've been sitting here this entire podcast with my foot like dead, and it's like really bothering. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> yeah, if they're like being mean and it hurts your feelings, then that's not cool. Yeah, no, there's no place for that, and you shouldn't be with a partner who would, like, again, I guess, unless it's like a thing which i don't understand that concept communicate that communicate that like you shouldn't have a partner who's like making fun of you like Mm -hmm. no like it's a privilege that they're with you so gross next this one can go for friends or significant others but the need for constant reassurance If you have to tell them they're great all the time and that they're doing okay all the time. You know what it is? It's not...
1: Because because it's...
0: this from a friend perspective because I definitely had a friendship in my past where I needed more reassurance in that friendship than, like, was healthy. And I think it comes from a place of insecurity, like, on my part, for instance. Or, like, not feeling solid in that relationship. Or, like we've all been there where we have another a friend in our life who's like oh are you sure like we're bffs or whatever like ever like i can think of so many other people too right or like friends in my life who have friends like that and i definitely was that for one person like for sure and it's something that like that person has to work on you know like a self-confidence like a where does that come from? Why do you feel like that, like, situation? Yeah, what That's they- happening when you're, like, newly dating someone, and there's not, like, some past history for where that should come from. Yeah. They got some, some work they need to do. For sure. For sure. That's someone- not the worst of red flags, though. Definitely the whole uh, making fun of you sex is the worst thing. That was way worse. that's so crazy i would literally die i would be calling cassie like cassie oh my god <laughs> i would be crying i would be crying i would call i would facetime you tears i would literally be crying i'd be like i'd be like get out of my get out and then i would be like as i shut the door I'd be like cornea <laughs> that's, so that's horrible don't do no, that horrible. It's horrible. um this is the last one we'll do okay they hold you to a double standard. You can never go out with your friends, but they can go out whenever they want. Oh, yeah, I hate that. That makes no sense. Yeah. Equals, I think it's healthy to have your own separate life. Yeah. What was it I said? Oh, uh, your, your partner should compliment you, not complete you. Yeah. No, so sure. you should have your own, your world should mend together, but they should not be the same so you should have your own friends and your partner should encourage you to go and hang out with your friends and they should have theirs and and sometimes those things will come together and you have your own friends or everybody's friends hangs out but if you can't do anything one without them like if you do go out you have they have to be there with you or they won't let you I I don't it's insane to me that someone would be in a relationship (laughs) It happens. But it's insane to me. But if I was gonna go out and someone was like, Um, no, you can't go hang out with your friends. I'm yeah, like, I think you are. I definitely wanna be with someone who like my friends enjoy spending time yeah. with and who like you know, I I have friends in relationships who they'll like invite me to go to dinner with them and like I'll go and like it's fun and I like hanging out with their significant other. But then there's also times where like you just need like friend time and like that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Space. this is a good little list yeah now we're gonna go to the toxic friends and i think some yeah. of them will overlap because friendships and relationships they are different but not too different yeah like i mean you're just it's like the same thing just minus the romantic factor right yeah. like,
1: I, so, mean, I mean
0: it's yeah. you also have to like nourish your friendship relationships just like you do like your relationships like it's work it doesn't you can't just like have they don't just relationship with neither person trying to you know yeah keep it but now we're on to friendships so these kind of are run-of-the-mill they make sense like they try to isolate you from everybody else yeah thing, or they seem to like you when they want something oh my god that is those text messages and you're like oh god what do they want that is so huge and we all have I can think of the people right now (laughs) we all have that like it's the or those friends who are only your friends when it's like convenient for them Mm -hmm. I hate that shit and as I get older I'm really in this place in my life right now where I just like don't have time like I don't have time for anything that is like pulling me down you know yeah. and if I have a friend in my life who I'm questioning why they're my friend or if I'm like you know how Ooh, prime example when you were growing up and it was like that friend who would like come and hang out with you and like have sleepovers on the weekends but at school they only wanted to talk to like the popular crowd yeah, friends. fake friends fake friends fake yeah. <laughs> and in the adult world it's the people who are just friends when it's convenient yeah like oh you're going to this place they didn't think about that or like they, they do they kind of want something from you, whether right. it's so they're not staying at home by themselves on the weekend so they're gonna go join whatever plans you have but they weren't thinking about you when they made other plans to invite you or you have those friends who are like they're there for a good time, but when time gets tough, they vanish. Yep. yep. That's what I feel like it is. It's like they don't really want to be your friend. They just want to have fun. And like yep. you can't, you can have fun with your friends, but sometimes your friends. Like, so with relationship friends, like, yeah. I mean, we all do this, especially when you get older. There is like a level of like, oh, like you hang out with a certain kind of people because you know that it'll like, help you in networking or help you like whatever like sure there's a level of that but that's not really friendship it's more like acquaintances you yeah. know what I mean? but a true friendship you shouldn't be like doing that kind of stuff no they yeah. shouldn't be like doing something for you like yeah. you, you should you should just genuinely enjoy their company. you should mutually like support each other and help each other through things and like I don't know It's also, like, not supposed to be hard to be someone's friend. And, like, you shouldn't be questioning, like, why someone talks to you or what their intentions are. Like, that shouldn't happen if the friendship is real. Yeah. It's it's not difficult. Just, like, I think that's true with, like, relationships. If it feels like you're fighting to keep it, you know, good. And it's so much, you're miserable trying to fight or you're miserable in it more than you actually enjoy any aspect of it. Then yeah, it's probably not a good relationship. Just like a friendship, if you're constantly fighting with your friend, you have more bad days than you do good. Then probably not a friend. Nope, totally agree. Um, you constantly have to excuse your friend's behavior or defend them for their shortcomings or poor treatment of you. Yeah, Yeah, if you have a friend, why I can't stand this. I hate. This is an example. I actually hate this because I don't think it's funny. And I don't like it. When your friends like purposefully embarrass you. It's like, oh. an embarrassing story to like a new group of people because it gets laughs out of everyone else. But like it was at the expense of you. Like whether you're actually embarrassed about it or not is whatever. But it's the whole like, why would you do that? Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And I think that is the same thing. Like, I don't know. Mm -mm. no (laughs) no I hate that um they claim too much of your time or share too much information too soon yeah I could see it like if you've ever met someone where you're it's like jarring the first time you've ever met someone Uh, up to you and they're like they tell you everything under the sun with before you know their name and you're kind of like but that's not really friendship that's like I don't know. What's yeah, that? that's I, like that. Weirdly happens to me a lot. Yeah. Like I'll run into someone at the grocery store, and they just start telling me like their entire life, and I'm like, "People go. like to talk to strangers. That's why therapy know. works because they're a stranger. No one, no judgment or anything. So you can just tell them whatever." Yeah. Um. Hmm. Friends who monopolize. Conversations, or only want to discuss their lives. Yeah, if you're if you're with a friend and they never ask about you, they only ever talk about them, and it's like consistently that way, then like, yeah, that's a huge red flag. When your friends constantly complain about you that you're not available enough, actively understanding this enough. I mean, yeah, then they don't like you don't like you <laughs> or red flag, because not. they just don't like you they're not your friend they don't yeah, like you. Like, you don't spend enough time with me that's also a relationship red flag it's like you're not around enough you don't do this enough i mean around. my love language is 100 quality time but also like yeah it's a bad thing when you're like constantly asking for it mine's like acts of service and gift. I like it when people do nice things for me. Don't have to buy me stuff, but do Uh nice things for me. Which usually requires spending time. Mine, mine, go quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, gift giving, and then physical touch. Mine is... Actually, actually, no. Physical touch, then gift giving. Sorry. Mine, I think, would be yours like reverse. So mine would be like acts of service, gift giving, touch. What was it? I know affirmation is at the bottom. Oh, quality, quality time. So yeah. affirmation is at the bottom. I don't know. It weirds me out. Like be obsessed with me, but like don't tell me all the time. No, no, no. I don't need to... I don't need to know I just assume that you're around that you like me (laughs) so you don't gotta tell me (laughs) I don't know quality time for me is huge like I'm a big I've said it so many times on the podcast I'm really big into like it means a lot for me when someone shows up when I need them and so like Mm -hmm. that's what I mean like in where it's like when a friend visits me in the city or like when I go and see someone like that is way bigger of a deal to me than like if they sent me a card on my birthday you know what I mean but I don't know I actually I think maybe some of that has changed because quality time and words of affirmation are still my number two but then maybe I would put physical touch in the middle now because as I've been like romantically at least seeing people and stuff I think that's a huge deal well yeah I think before I hadn't been in like an actual relationship so like I obviously wasn't I didn't care if my friends physically touched me yeah you know what I mean like I hug everyone but like you know but now I definitely think it's like probably more important than it used to be in the past for me because it's a sign of like affection yeah yeah I mean yeah like touch them yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be like gropy and crazy hands. Like, like if I'm driving a car and my know. like boyfriend okay. is sitting next to me, what do you mean shaking your head? No, don't touch me while I'm driving. No, you know <laughs> that cute little thing where they can like put their hand on your leg. Yeah, I like that. I mean, yeah, it depends. Oh my god, miss physical touches. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it depends. It depends. It depends. I also don't like people like holding doors open for me or pulling out a chair. So that's an act of service. What are you talking about? These are all the things you're saying are the things you like. Do things for me, but I'm not helpless. <laughs> okay. Well, that's true. I think I'm just like a weird blend of that. I would really like if one day, this is just if it, if the person I end up with, everyone's to listen to this for advice. <laughs> um. If I cook dinner, clean the dishes without me asking. 100%. The cook never cleans. The 100%. cook never cleans. My parents did that all growing up, and I'm a firm believer in that. That's my dad always did the dishes if my mom cooked. That's the rule. Vice versa. Always well, the rule. Actually, not vice versa, but that's, that's never issue. Is, so. never <laughs> if my cook. dad cooked, my dad also did the dishes if my mom cooked, <laughs> my dad <laughs> did the dishes. The cook <laughs> never yeah. cleans. Yeah. No, um, I agree with that. The cook never cleans yeah I mean also but two some things for me it's just like one thing that I think is just like the best is like flowers like giving someone a flower oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and people don't do it I love flowers I love them that is like I want to be one of those girls (laughs) who like flowers all the time send it to me all the time I'll be annoying I'll be yes. annoying with it do you remember in high school please tell me you had this experience when like the cute girl who like always had a boyfriend who was like popular and whatever would get like flowers delivered to the office and they would call them and be like oh you got flowers and they would carry them around the last period of the day yes Maybe. Her, Ugh. I think that's where it comes from because you, you never got the flowers. I've got, I've got flowers once, but they weren't from someone romantically. It was like someone in my family sent me flowers for like oh, for competition, I mean, and they sat in the office, and I got to carry them home. I mean, yeah, but, like I, I've gotten flowers from friends, really or like my dad sends me flowers on Valentine's Day. I want it to be romance, I want someone to like me and send me flowers, and I did, I'm not particular, I don't want roses, be creative,
1: be I creative, roses. get me an
0: arrangement of I some it. sort, I'm gonna arrange, yeah, listen to how cute this was, I just have to shout out my dad for this, we were, he was here in New York, and it was for graduation from law school, and he took all my girlfriends out to this Italian restaurant, it was, like, really fun, so there was, like, seven, like, single girls, and my dad, my brother, and my mom, and it was, like, them to meet my friends, but also, like, it's one of those you know what I'm talking about it's that fun place where everyone like dances around and stuff and as they do in Little Italy people come through like restaurants and stuff selling like roses so mm-hmm. my dad bought a rose for me and every one of my friends how cute and my friends are like oh my god and as you know young single women we really appreciate that gesture a strangers give us flowers on the street. I remember once when I was in Salzburg, I got a rose from this random man as I walked in. Yeah. he like hated me literally do Oh, I love that. I I really want like big move if I'm dating someone and I'm like having a hard day or I've said like oh whatever to get it like a call from my doorman and they're like Courtney you have a delivery and then it's flowers. Oh my god, I have to tell you the story. How did we even get on this <laughs> i have to tell you this story one okay. time this was crazy i was here and i was still living with the my old guy roommate and who was during the pandemic mm-hmm. and i got a message on my phone from my doorman that was like you have a delivery i was like oh that's weird like interesting so i was like who would have like sent me something i'm like there are only two men in my life at the time the like, guy i was living with and my dad so like one or my brother but lord knows he would never and so i go downstairs and there's this massive bouquet of these like crazy like flowers and blue things and like it was just so beautiful and my heart dropped i was like wow it was for 9f oh no it wasn't for you (laughs) that's worse than getting no flowers I was so excited I was like wow I picked them up and everything and then I read the card because I was like oh my god this is so crazy and it was like I was like damn I told my doorbell I said wow you really got my up." I could I probably would have been inconsolable like I would have been in the lobby on the floor one because I got this beautiful arrangement and I was just like, who would care for me enough to send me obviously expensive flowers? Yeah, so expensive, like hundreds of dollars worth of like massive bouquet of flowers. And then to find out it's not mine. <laughs> 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 I would think more. I felt like I felt like the girl oh my god, another trauma from <laughs> public school. I felt like the girl who on Valentine's Day you know how everybody buys like the kisses and whatever for and you like get them delivered to you and like they would always deliver them to like all the girls in the class but they never came to me or it would be like they gave you one and then they took it away they're like oh no not you <laughs> or, actually that's not true I would get them but they were always just like from my friends which is like fine, but like do you remember we're gonna go off on this tangent because i was it's really traumatizing (laughs) this is traumatizing no we're gonna bring up traumas one there i saw a tiktok the other day about like playing seven up remember we used to play seven up yes and like your crush always was picked first and you would you all you wanted was for them to put your finger down yes To tap you—that's all you wanted. And mine, mine, usually would. You know what yeah. else was traumatizing going up? This is totally not the same thing, but sort of. In these like weird games, popcorn reading—fuck popcorn reading! Oh my god, when when we were going down the aisle, I read my paragraph about thirty times. Yep. I was like, oh, two people away. Okay, so I don't mess up. I don't know how to say this word. Let me sit here and. Say yep. You, yes it was so challenging. or you would like when it was popcorn reading you'd be like trying to prepare in advance because you never knew who would call on you so you'd be like reading the head every time and it was so stressful and then you never learned the content because it was like you were just too worried about whether or not you were gonna have to read yeah you were just like your ears were ringing you were on autopilot You were just running through the motions. Wow, we should do a whole episode on things that public school did that troubled us. Oh, girl, I got so much. (laughs) We got so much. (laughs) Going to public school is really a growing experience. (laughs) Um, friends who view here we're circling back. (laughs) Friends who view you as competition. Oh yeah, it's not friendship. No, if your friend thinks like if your friend's always like you're prettier than me you're always so better than me they aren't your friend they don't like you they just want to see they all they're praying for your downfall sweetheart that's all they want is for something bad and awful to happen to you i actually had this situation recently i have this friend who like i love them like they actually are my friends but there's like a lot of comparison that happens especially with like like we all met each other like in a competitive situation and i finally was like. You know, it makes me feel bad when you guys like talk about like not having a like a great job or something, but like other people getting them. Like, it makes it feel like you don't think that I am worthy for what I have, worthy for what I received. Yeah. And I also worked very hard, and maybe I wasn't as like highly ranked in the class as you, but it doesn't mean that I didn't try. Too sometimes, like I think there's one thing too, like sometimes the world gives to some and doesn't give to others I think that's just how sometimes it plays out some people just have different opportunities and sometimes and like bad. it doesn't it's mean they not don't even that them. like I people didn't try for them I'm a huge believer in not measuring success based on like your dollar amount and so like I don't know like I just feel like it's I've not just like, coming like, from someone who's like obviously like doing decently but like I don't think that oh just because you were number one in the class you should get like the top job because if you didn't put in the work and you didn't network and you didn't have summer internships and you didn't do the things you needed to do why would you get that job versus the kid who's maybe ranked number 10 in the class but did all of those things so anyway I just don't think that your friends should view you as competition they should hold you up and support you for your successes and when you need support and failures they also support you through that too yeah there's also like another thing that I always find because this is like a flag this for anyone who's like in high school or something I think this will kind of showcase as an example but it's like when you finish a test or something and immediately your friend's like how did you feel like you did I hate that or you I get your that. grades back and they're like what was your grade what does I it matter that's that. my business what my grade is and how well I did not yours because that's they're right there they're trying to compare you to them you No, know I, I, he, you I know. actually my friend uh, whatever I will say his name Kyle used to always be like um why don't you ever say your grades like he used to tell me I was so weird for that like he was like that's so weird. Like you all, like you gatekeep that, which I always have, like, in yeah, growing know. up all through like grade school to college to law school, like, I don't like talking about that. And I would always say that because like, it's no one's business. Like, who cares if I got a freaking 98 or a 93 or an A or a B? Like, who cares? The only person who needs to care about that is me. Because that's when you get into that whole thing, like what we're talking about, where your friends are comparing themselves to you or you're comparing yourselves to them. And it's just bad for everybody all around. And it puts you to where your worth is a number. Yeah. And it's just not good to be in a friendship where you're like, oh, she's got a 98 average and I need to have a 99. So that way I'm better. Like you're not better than them. You may take a test better than them, but that doesn't mean that you're better than them. There's a huge like, I don't know. I think testing, that's it's so ridiculous. Like you can be so much smarter, like than someone, but they can test well. Oh. Or like there's different levels of also like doing well. Like, oh, okay, I'm, you know, I graduated law school. Like I'm going to be a lawyer, whatever, and. You can compare yourself to people who went to law school, fine, like whatever, that's like, its thing, but then you have someone who's like a mechanic, for instance, and that might be like a trade, like they didn't go to grad school, but do I know anything about being a mechanic? Absolutely not. That person is like significantly more intelligent and smarter in a different area of life than I am. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with... Like education level or anything like that. Like, and I hate that people always compare those sorts of things. Well, yeah, I always, ever, I hate it when people say like someone's like dumb or like their worth isn't what it is because they don't have a certain level of education. Because in my mind, someone always knows something you don't know. Yeah, 100%. Oh, it doesn't have to be, you could read every book in the world and still somebody will know something you don't. Because yep. there's life experiences, there's time, that stuff you just can't read from a book. So someone will always know something that you don't. And so I think comparing, what is it you always say? Comparison is the killer of joy. The thief of joy. (laughs) The thief of joy. To the next thing. This is the last one. Okay. And it says, friends who are not shy about asking to borrow money, but slow to return it. should remind that friendships and banking are two separate functions. And it's weird. That's weird. I think if you give money away, don't. I think that's something like sometimes you give money away and you shouldn't expect it back below a certain amount. Now, below below like fifty bucks, you spent twenty bucks on your friend, you gotta let it go, whatever. Unless y'all agreed to like Venmo each other, then yeah, hit them with that Venmo. Request. Um. Okay. But too of you. Yeah. So there's a difference between if i'm out to drinks or something and i out of just like being nice i'm like oh i want to like i'll buy you this round whatever obviously don't expect money back like whatever whatever all that's fine like i've bought rounds of shots from my friends before like stuff like that where if i or if like i have someone visiting me or i go see someone like sometimes i'll buy like a dinner or something like that like whatever obviously you don't like ever expect anything back yeah. However, I have had people in my life ask me for money, like large sums of money and in order in like aI need money, I need help and I think that gets really dicey because first of all oh god this is like hard because i've had this happen in a few scenarios i think you should go to your family with that and if that doesn't work then you tell your friends that you're having a hard time but don't ask them for money because that just it creates a hard because it creates this weird thing where like it's not that you're just like you're no longer just their friend you're also I guess, like, what this prompt is saying, like, you become, like, their banker, and then they feel as though they can continue asking you for things like that in the future, and then that starts to, again, just, like, take away from actual friendship, and it becomes more of, like, this weird transactional relationship, which I don't think is healthy, and so, like, I have in the past given multiple different friends, like, money when they needed it, I'm fine with doing that. Like, that's okay. I want my friends to be able to ask me for things if necessary, but I expect to be paid back promptly. And I don't expect that it's something that continually happens. And I think now I have learned from the mistake of just being like, oh, it's whatever. You don't have to keep paying me back. And then someone continually asking. Yeah, because, well, too, sometimes I think it all depends on why. Like, I don't think if you're going to ask somebody for money, be expected to tell them why you need it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay, if you are like, fiscally irresponsible or something, you kind of need to, like, learn. You know, like, okay, well, yeah, you can't sit there because it may run through their mind again. Like, oh, well, yeah, I'll go out on Friday. I'll just ask Courtney for like 60 bucks she always gives it to me so I'll do what I want to do and then I'll pay her back whatever yeah like that's okay like I've helped a friend out before who like couldn't make a rent payment or something like that but then you know I was like but you have to pay me back by this time or like whatever like that's all fine but if it's like oh like I need money for like a night out There's a difference between floating someone and just, like, giving them the money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we all did that in college. Like, when you're, like, oh, I only got, like, 10 bucks in my bank account. Can you float me for dinner? And then, like, I'll pay back next week. Like, depending on the friends, like, that kind of stuff's whatever. But when it's, like, a large amount of money, it definitely is. Yeah. That gets really dicey. I think, in general, it's just, like, not a good idea. Yeah, money well that's the big breaker breaker of all relationships money kids and religion and politics but money is like the number one cause for divorce I think yeah if people don't when it comes to money because it's it just gets hard like if you can leave any sort of financial stuff out of your relationships like it's just going to be better yeah if there's financial problems like for sure bring that up but don't expect the other person to just, like, take them all on. So, like, I mean, obviously, if you're, like, in, like, a gonna-get-married situation, like, that's really good. But, like, friendships, I think, yeah. I, know, it's hard. I mean, it's fine to be, like, I'm broke. Yeah, girl, go off. Be broke. If your friend's, like, fine, I'll pay for it. Then yeah, that's Exactly. And, like, I've done that before. Like, a friend's, like, oh, I don't want to go to dinner tonight. I'm, like, well, we'll just pay. Like, our friends would be, like, well, we'll pay for it. Like, we know that you're, like, not lying. But I've had people like call me like from my past who I don't even like really talk to anymore, and just being like, you can you give me five hundred dollars? And I'm like, first of all, I don't know who thinks I got a fuck ton of money because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, no. <laughs> like, and then you feel like shit because you're like, oh man, like I want to help this person, like you genuinely do, but you also like can't, like, like. Unless I was a millionaire, I don't just have five hundred extra dollars laying around. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. I like that's like that would also be an issue for me to you know just give away my money. Yeah, don't put yourself between a rock and a hard place either, people don't yeah. sit down and be like oh
1: it's the person
0: it? like that they're asking for the money like then they feel bad about like demanding it back and then it just becomes a whole thing and then eventually like somebody blows up and you no longer have a friend so yeah I agree try and keep the money and the friendship there's only so much you can do for someone before you just feel like you're being used yeah. and you have to realize that like boundary because been there. Yeah. I mean there are like um like leech friends. They yeah. just take and they take and they take. And they might not take money, they may take your time, they may take your energy or your kindness. Like they use that to their you advantage. A favor and you say sure, but then like that favor keeps growing or keeps continuing or is more frequent. And then you're like, Oh i have had an extra whatever with me for four months yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's just like be it's kind of like a golden rule thing do unto others as you want them to do unto you but also like be respectful and aware of the fact that like there are boundaries out there and they're your friends they're They are people too, and they have their own lives going on, and they're not there to be at your beck and call, just like you're not there to be at their beck and call. Don't call your friends if you're if you are in some sort of tough situation. Like obviously, go to your friends, and like hopefully your friends will be able to be there for you. And like, don't get me wrong, like I would help anyone, like if I have the means to do it. But it's also really important to check in with that person to make sure that you're not. Um, stepping up the boundaries, and if that person tells you, like, "Hey, like, I'm starting to really feel like not okay with this," or like, "What's going on?" Then, like, you need to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it. Yeah, that's right. Also, people also voice it. Voice what's bothering yeah. you. And I think that that's a huge thing I've learned over this, like last year specifically, is like it's okay to tell someone when they're like not like making you feel good you know like it's okay to be like hey I don't really like the way you're treating me like that doesn't mean I would love you any less I just like don't like this scenario and like it's okay to stick up for yourself and it, I think when money gets involved um there's like a lot of room for it like feelings that are not good on both sides. So just um, try to leave it yeah. out. Yeah. I would say, I would say stay away from money because. Or they large, large- continually. Yeah. Because sometimes the problem is, is like, you start paying really close attention to what your friends are doing. Like, oh, yeah, if you gave them money, then you're like, I gave you money, but like, you've been eating out every day and like, you are. Going to like all these parties and you're doing all this stuff, and like, what am I paying for? Am I paying for you to live because you want to spend it having a good time, or am I paying for your good time? Because then your friends almost become like like a landlord, and yeah. you don't want that. You don't want your friends to like, then it's like a business transaction, right? You gotta keep it light, keep it light. Yeah, keep it light, keep it keep fun, it <laughs> keep it light, keep it fresh, keep it, fun. Keep, it light. keep it fun, keep it good times. Yeah, good times, good vibes. That was the last one. Any, well, any red any red flag that wasn't on the list that you think people should know from that you might have learned or you've seen happen to someone else? Oh, man, putting me on the spot. You don't have to have anything. We shared a lot. You know, we went on our flower tangent, how that's, that's true romance is flowers. Um, I don't know. I don't, I think... We like touched on a lot of things and like a lot of the stuff that we talked about, like I have dealt with before. So that's big. Um I will say this. If it sounds off an alarm in your head or makes you feel uncomfortable, it's a red flag. It doesn't have to be on this list. If there's anything that you're like, mm, I don't I don't like that. Yeah and I also think if it sounds off an alarm because I know a lot of people do this then you like go to your friends or to your family or like whatever and they're like oh no like just get past it Uh, uh-uh. always go with your gut on the way down there check in with your heart <laughs> those are the only two things you should be listening to too many cooks too many cooks in the kitchen you don't want to have because I think that's another thing where it was talking about like building this idea of a person if you think something's wrong and you go to your friend and your friend's like there's nothing wrong with that yeah. one your friend might not have a healthy relationship and you just don't know it well, and maybe they're just okay with things that you are not yeah, they're okay with something that you're not yeah. but don't let their opinion and perception skew something that's not okay for you because if it's not okay for you It's probably never going to be okay with you. The only relationship advice I ever got once was from someone who was married. And it's so interesting because it doesn't sound good. But they were like, think of all the things in your significant other that you hate right now, that get on your nerves. They get worse. Oh. So she was saying, and the concept is what pisses you off now is gonna piss you off in 20 years. Will you be able to deal with that? Yeah, that's true. And I was like, that's really good advice. Because if it gets on your nerves now, and you're like, oh, what kind of goes with what you said earlier, like, if something happens, or like, there's some big fight, like, maybe it's not cheating or whatever. But like, say there's something that happens, like, oh, you're one of dating, and you're five of dating, is that something that you're going to be able to let go? Or is there something you're going to bring up in an argument? Because like, that's not good. You know, so that kind of like goes along with what you said earlier. I had a red flag for me that happened. That's just so silly, but it was a red flag. I showed up to a first date once, and this boy he literally like, okay, (laughs) this is so funny. So I should have just been like, oh, never mind. Like the second I got there, because the whole day ended up it was like one of my worst dates. Like whatever, I've said, I've told the story before, but. I walked up and he had beat headphones like the big ones on his ears and I was like hi like I like have to like wave and he was like oh hi he puts them around his neck and proceeds to go to this like nice cocktail bar with beat headphones just around his neck the whole time and for me that was a red flag Yeah, no. (laughs) But it's the disrespecting your time in the way of like not caring. Like for me a red flag would be that's like one example, but it would be like, oh, if I showed up to a date and I like put a little effort in, like, oh I wore a nice top and like some pants and did my hair, I don't expect to show up and the boy be in like sweatpants. Like I want you to like put a little effort in if I'm putting effort into like meeting. Yeah, no. I saw this TikTok. I've been on TikTok a lot lately because I've been bored. And <laughs> I saw this TikTok of um this girl who she went on first date. you remember back in college when I went on that date and you guys all came and sat in the booth on the opposite side of the restaurant? Were you a part of that group? I must not. I remember one time you met this dude and I was literally there. Like, I remember it was, like, me. It was me, and it was either you or it was Morgan. But I remember going to Cups in Flowood, and you were meeting this oh, guy who played baseball. And I was literally sitting right there. Like, I drove you there. And you were like, just come sit with us. Oh, shoot. I totally forgot about that. And I sat there on the date with you. And I talked to him. And I was like, this is weird. Like, a weird Wait, I really forgot about that. I don't even know who that was. That was, like, freshman year. I don't know who it was, but I'll never forget that moment. Because I was like, this is so but this was like a group of like you know mid-20s ladies and they were like oh y'all are going to this place so they got a table like in their restaurant and it was like her group of friends and it was like the girl and she's meeting the guy and they're at the table and he sh- she like looked cute like she was in jeans a top she like curled her hair whatever he showed up in flip flops see that's what i'm talking about your face right there prime indicator That's what I'm talking about. You You can't do that. But also, like, for all the things we've talked about, what do we know? (laughs) We literally know. It's the blind leading the blind here. I think everything's a red flag, which is part of the reason why um, I don't have relationships. But yeah, so we'll have that update. We'll have me going to my friend's wedding update, which I'm sure will be very interesting. Um, Let us know if you would like a video version yeah if you want to see what we look like the whole time we've considered doing that but that's all kinds of stuff i don't know because then it also means that we have to put a little bit more effort into our appearance we don't look do i look bad no you don't look bad well, I also didn't try put any effort into our appearance from either of those little reels. What makes you think it's gonna be different from a minute to an hour? Right. Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed our tangents and our insights. I think we said some smart stuff. Yeah, me too. Okay. Bye.